Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, I'm so glad you're here again this week. This is episode number 81 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is What We Do for Jesus, Part 4. This is the last episode this month in exploring situations recorded in the Bible whereby individuals really thought that they were doing God's will and pleasing Him only to find out that they were wrong. These individuals may have had good intentions, but in the end, they realized that their actions or attitude did not truly reflect that of our Savior at all. Today, I would like to share a passage from Acts chapter 9, verses 1 to 9, and it's the New King James Version. And this is what it says. Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogue of Damascus, so that he found any who were of the way whether men or women, he might bring them and bound them to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And as he was there three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. He first appears in the book of Acts at the stoning of Stephen. Stephen was the first Christian martyr and was a man full of the Spirit who remained faithful even in the face of death. As Stephen was being stoned, Saul silently stood by and witnessed it, even approving of the killing. Following this act, he committed himself to destroying the church. He even received authority from the high priest to pursue Christians outside of Jerusalem and to bring them back as prisoners. 
He passionately and zealously pursued those he believed to be blasphemers of God. His quest to eradicate the church created widespread fear among early Christian believers. Now, during this period of his life, while he was on the road to Damascus, he had a supernatural encounter with the risen Jesus Christ. Paul was focused and had a zeal like no other. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. But all that Paul was doing on behalf of what he thought was God was not God at all. I hope this month we have realized all the more that we must be careful of what we do for Jesus. We are the hands and mouth of Jesus in this world. So let all that we do reflect him in sincerity. Let's be careful not to lean on our own understanding and misrepresent what Jesus is all about or what is on his heart. The scriptures say that we have the mind of Christ and that it is Christ who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. What we learn in the New Testament in regards to Paul is that formerly he was known as Saul, the man known and feared throughout the Christian world by the Hebrew name Saul was renamed and reborn. God turned this zealous, unstoppable passion of a person who was persecuting the church into one who would be obedient to the risen Lord. In his new Christian life, he never forgot where he came from and how he persecuted the church. As an apostle called by God, Paul devoted himself to spreading the good news of Jesus Christ, the very message he once opposed. The work God accomplished through Paul was nothing short of miraculous. In his many years of ministry, he preached the gospel in many cities, establishing new churches, and gathered a collection of financial support among the Gentiles for those that were poor in Jerusalem. So when Jesus looks at what you're doing right now on his behalf, would he find pleasure in it? Would what you are doing represent more of him and less of you? Will people look past you and see Jesus in your actions? Will they want what you have, knowing that it could not possibly be you, but Jesus in you? I know this can sound like a bunch of words, but unless you seek the Lord in what he wants you to really do, or even more important, be on his behalf, then you're going to find yourself making the same mistakes as Saul and the others that I shared this month. And truly, we cannot even add one inch of stature to ourselves. It's all his work in us. So in reality, let's yield ourselves up to him in faith, believe in him and that he is the one who is living his life out through us. Let's leave our agenda behind and watch the wonderful things that Jesus will do living in and through us. Well, I hope you'll join me in this endeavor. And until the next time we meet, smile, Jesus loves you. 
Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.